This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. When feeling like you don't belong can suck. Blame me under, I completely understand it. I've been the new kid in school more times than I can actually count right now. I've done so much moving. You're, you don't fit in because you don't know what styles are right there. You don't know what the inside jokes are. You don't fit into the dynamics and everything else. And that honestly goes throughout your whole life. You're never going to fit into everywhere you go to because people like to be with people they are familiar with. People who have some kind of familiar history, dynamics, culture, anything else. And honestly, most of the time I can say with general like public things, it's not a we don't like you kind of thing. It's just we don't understand you yet. And believe me, it sucks when you just all you want to do is you find people who just they sound cool. They seem so interesting that you just all you want to do is be friends. All you want to do is talk to them. And you can't really because there's just nothing quite there. There's another side of all this, which I will get to later because that's going to be a little heavier. But there are things you can do to help kind of get yourself kind of through some of this because, yes, it's hard. And sadly, it's not going to be a quick fix. But you can always kind of stop and observe the people around you to see kind of what things you can connect with them that are similar. I've had certain times where I got into the groups because we had the same similar kind of clothes we wore. Um, I, fi- I found other people when I did a lot of dance in school. I could find the other dancers because we always look at each other because we all have like the same like clothes. We sit, we stand there with a certain kind of like stands, just, just little things. Maybe you see someone reading a book that you like and hopefully you can start, you can kind of like, hey, how are you liking the book? Because you read it and you love it kind of thing. And believe me, it's hard to get into those conversations because for the most part, especially because if you're the person that's coming from the outside, you're the one that's going to have to do the work. You're the one who's going to have to make them see that you are a decent person, which for the most part is not hard to do, but that you have a connection with them. You're not being pushy. You're not wanting something from them. Yes, you want their friendship, but you're not like, I'm talking to you because you can give me things. I want money. I want connections, whatever else. There's, especially as we get older, there's so much cynicism about it all, about people who you don't get along with. There's always the idea that some, someone out there wants something from you, and that's the only reason why they want to be around you. And believe me, I have that feeling all the time. And there are times, yeah, I've been right. So it's kind of hard to get around that when you've been proven right about those things over and over again. Other ways you can kind of work through this is just being open. Like, don't hide who you are to a point because as a new kid, you need to protect yourself, especially when it comes to being in school and stuff because kids are mean. Kids will find there's, there's always a bully there. There's always someone who will try to take advantage of things. And you want to show who your personality to a point so you don't blend in completely. Because I've done that enough times of blending in and not being not being 
wanting to be seen because there have been times where I was only, only going to be in that school for a couple months. I knew it. I knew there was no reason really to make friends there because I wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to have any way to keep connected with them. Especially when I was younger, there wasn't email, there wasn't all these different ways, social media and stuff like that to get a hold of people. But you want to actually show who you are. Like if you like bright colors, wear your colors. If you have your favorite bands, pick a couple of ones that are not like flamboyant, I guess is the word. But kind of like put out feelers. Put out there that that you are an individual, that you do like what you like and everything else. But don't be don't be too far out there because you got to make sure you find the people who will actually like that or are not there to get a laugh out of you. Because, again, there are going to be people who don't want you to belong. Who actually will, for every reason, I honestly don't know, Some for some people's reasoning, where you look differently, or they like the way their dynamic is, and one more person will just ruin it for them. Whatever stupid reasons out there, they don't want you a part of wherever they are. And there are some petty, useless people out there who would actively try to make sure you don't feel like you belong you don't want to they don't want you in the vicinity at all if you could just disappear again they'd be perfectly fine for them and that is not your problem that is not your fault in any way it sucks it hurts because you will you'll see it pretty heavily from some people some people won't be sly about it. some people won't be kind of like oh i just we just don't click. We don't feel right together or anything else. Or they just kind of ignore you, kind of push you to the side. Like some people will on, will straight up go at you kind of like, you don't belong here. You look like this. You act like this. You smell like this. Whatever fucking reason. And it's ridiculous. And it's going to hurt. It's going to suck. And you need to kind of get that, not like thick skin as in you need to not feel, but you need to kind of get yourself some armor so it doesn't affect you as much because then you that makes you close in that makes you feel worse makes you not happy about yourself makes you not happy about life which cuts you off from the other opportunities of making other friends out there for making a connection with whatever community you want there I got so good that I could when I got to my last two schools I was a part of several groups because I could at some point morph part of who I was to fit in there, but I had enough connection with what they liked to do, who they were and everything else that it, I could still be friends with them. I didn't feel like I wasn't complete, completely changing who I was. But of course, when you're like a teenager, it's kind of hard to figure that out. But when you have to keep constantly doing it for a different place, it's hard. Believe me, it took me a couple extra years into college to kind of really have a better sense of who I was and what I wanted in life and believe me I got rid of a lot of people I didn't want because I was like why why do I want to talk to you why do I want you in my life when you don't make me feel good you don't make me enjoy the time we are together like there's points when you really you dread going places and that shouldn't be the people that that shouldn't be the people that's around you make you feel like that other ways you can kind of feel like help kind of make you feel like you belong is make sure you still have another connection out there which now luckily yes you can find a community online and forums 
find people who like the same things on like in like social media and stuff like that. So you can find something there and honestly get them to help boost your confidence that you do deserve to be wherever you want to be. Like you don't get to, again, you don't get to force yourself into a space that has nothing to do with you and try to take over. Like that's not, none of us really want to do that. We want to be someplace we want to be accepted. And what's whether or not, Whatever orientation you are in any sense of the spectrum of things, you just want to make sure you have, you have to have your own support system. And I mean, yeah, it can, again, I'm kind of just getting a little weird about this stuff because with all the changes and everything else going out there, you want to make sure you have, you have, you have your uh, strength in yourself to be who you need to be, but we're we are a communal species like we need connection some of us like me need very few like i love my two close friends that's it two pretty fine with that and then i have like three or four slightly outside that ring we hang out sometimes we do certain things together but it's like yeah as everyone is the closer you are to like your center which is you you have very small amount of people because you don't you don't have the time or energy for that. And it gets bigger as you get farther out. Mine just kind of, my circle just kind of gets slightly pushed out farther because I want less people closer to me. Like I have some groups that I actually love to hang out with a couple times a year because I connect with them in a lot of different ways. But they just, we just all don't click enough to be real close, which is perfectly fine. That still have a sense of belonging, but I don't have to put as much energy into it. And that's what you you need to have to make sure you like if you can't I believe I hope. I hope everyone has a couple of really good close friends that you can talk about anything. When you have an actual problem that you can call at any time. That is what your true belonging is. Your true belonging is where you are inside, where you feel right, where you feel happy and solid about who you are. Because when you get to all these other places, you will feel pushed around because whether or not they, not, not even, they don't even have to be trying to, but like they're going to be shuffling around to fit you in. And some people don't like where these people kind of put you. you. They don't really like where you kind of settle over here kind of thing. And it's just, it's a shuffle. Like anytime you go into a work, you have people, new people in like a classroom, you need to kind of move things around so a person can fit in there. It's like now your, your classroom had an even number of numbers of students. Now you have an odd number. So now you got to work out like, hmm, how am I going to fit this assignment differently when we have group projects? That's different. Same thing with work. You had two different teams of three. And now you got one extra person. How are you going to divide it up differently now from these different two different teams to do the work that needs to be done? And believe me, it's just... This has kind of been laying a little heavy on me for a little while with a lot of different things that are going on because there's 20, 2020 has been a bitch year. Oh my God. All those memes out there about how things have been like January felt like forever. February felt like a year and freaking March felt like 20. Oh my God. That shit feels right because there's so much has been packed into the year so far. And some of us just can't, it's not, it's not handling very well. Some people aren't. I'm doing pretty decently only because I have my core group around me. 
I still have my connection. Yeah, it sucks. Even as an introvert, to not be able to go out to the few groups that I do love doing stuff with and not be able to connect with them in person. I've not been able to... Honestly, we all we don't feel like we're free, which is not saying we aren't free people. It's just kind of like a pandemic happened. People lost their lives from the pandemic, from police violence and all other shit out there. So it's kind of like, it's a lot of shit to take in. So I'm going to switch to the other idea for not belonging to kind of the more serious stuff where you're actively been pushed out, actively shown that you they don't want you there. Whether it's because you're a, a woman in a place that's just a boys club, it's mostly been men. Or a place where they prefer people more in their neighborhood and you're kind of new because you're not, again, you're not white. Or you're in that neighborhood and there's mostly black people there and they're not used to having your economic status, your skin color, your culture, whatever else. Same with, hell, this is the same thing with Asian cultures, the same thing as with Hispanic cultures. When I lived in Ireland, it was a little weird for them because for me, I look, I don't look specifically like any group. They, especially when I, especially when I was there, they, they, they knew the accents from like New York and California and they expected a lot of people from America to be white. I didn't look completely white. Like they knew enough that I wasn't white, so they didn't assume I was American. And honestly, there's a lot of, uh, you get a lot of different groups. Either they can tell I'm not one thing or another, or they assume I'm one or the other. Like, there's some, like, yeah, there's some people who can really see, like, in my skin tone, in my eyes, or anything else, that I'm half Asian. Other ones are kind of like, oh, you got some white in you, because no Asian has a hair color. Yeah, most Asians, they have brown or black hair for the most part. I have lighter brown hair, but I have a lot of red and white, uh, red and blonde highlights. I don't, please don't give me white hair yet. <laughs> but I have a lot of red and blonde highlights. And that's on my mom's side, who is very white. We have a lot of redheads in our family. We have a lot of blondes who are natural. So I have that in, in me, which is very funny because my brother is black, black, black hair. He has the darkest hair. His skin tone is completely different than my skin tone. So unless you see us all together, if you see us separately, we don't look like a family. But you put us all together. We all have the same mannerism. You, you me, me and my mom look the same because we have the same kind of slightly same body type. We have the same attitude. That's definitely the same. We have kind of the same voice. All the women in my mom's family, family, shit. We all the same voice. Half the time, someone, someone picks up the phone, we're kind of like, did I call grandma? Did I call Aunt Liz? Shit, who am I talking to? Because <laughs> you don't know. And so th- there's that sense of not belonging because of, honestly, there's racial profiling out there. I've had a time from when I've been in the Asian community where I didn't belong because I was mixed. To them, I wasn't pure Asian, so I didn't belong. They didn't think I deserved to learn a language. They didn't think I deserved to be over there. They didn't take me in unless I did something good. Like, oh, she went to college. Of course she's Asian because she's smart. But anything else that wasn't phenomenal, then I was just the white girl in the group. Complete same thing on the white side. Looking at from like, I'm not talking my immediate family, like my close extended family. They've all been great, both sides. But I've had times where I was being, I wasn't even allowed into a church once. 
I had time where I was actually, I did the photography for um, my then boyfriend's um, brother. And me being the only color person there, I was the only one asked if I was confirmed. And then after that, I was the one told to not be allowed to walk past the pews. To take the, I was a fucking photographer. I understand. There's been times I've done photography where they're like, please don't interrupt the ceremony. Don't go up there because that's a sacred thing. No, they were very specific about you are not confirmed. You are not white. Very, They were very particular about that. I've had times where I've gone into a church where my Asian family were the ones in the church. And a lone woman actually called me an abomination because I was mixed. The Asian ones were perfectly fine because they were saving the heathens. They were saving the people that are less than them. They weren't good enough for them. They weren't as good. But I was worse because I was mixed. Because they weren't, that wasn't allowed. That wasn't supposed to happen because that's not, we, that, that kind of thing doesn't belong here. It doesn't belong in the world. And honestly, for me, those people all can kiss my ass. The, fan, the attitude of my family has always been that way. We are who we are. You don't get to tell us what we can and cannot be. But I've been lucky in that. Some people have not. Some people have not the greatest relationship in some of their family, whether extended or close. Some of the neighborhoods they've been have not been the most welcoming. The authority figures are usually opposite in a lot of places, whether it's economic, racial, gender, and everything else. And yeah, the feeling that you don't belong somewhere because they don't want to have you there. Because having you there means you have a say, means that you get to have some kind of power that they don't believe you deserve, or they think you'll, they'll take that you'll take away from them. And and what we need to do on this shit is get the fuck off for one. Get them to realize that they don't have all the power anymore. We have been working for this for. Years. I mean, the last few years, with all the Me Too movement and everything else, we're starting to get people now to listen that women have been harassed, women have been sexually assaulted. It took years to finally get people to realize that we're not lying, that we're not making shit up because we're just hysterical. The same thing with LGBTQ people. They finally get to have the right to marry. That wasn't a quick eat thing. That took a lot of time, a lot of effort for the country to embrace it more. Same with women's suffraging. Freedoms for our slavery. Like, all the different stuff. We have we have to fight for where we want to belong to. And that's kind of the, for some people, scary. Because there's everyone has the idea of, like, well, this is just my piece of the pie. You can't have it. Like, this is life. Life is, there's no pie we're not taking things away from you. Me having more freedoms, me having more responsibility in my own life does not take it away from you. You just think you have it. You think it. Because most everything in life, we're human. Everything we've developed in our society is made up. Not in a good or bad sense, but we made it up. We made up all our laws. We can change them. We can get rid of them. It's not like gravity. We can't fucking change gravity. It's there. Nothing we're doing right now as individuals will ever change that. I mean, I don't want to talk about environmental shit and possibly us destroying anything like that. That's a completely different thing. But us working together individually on ourselves and within our communities, within our own governments and everything else, that changes the dynamics. That changes what is going on out there. 
and every little bit helps. Yeah, it took how many freaking years to get Weinstein out of where he was so he could be prosecuted, so these women can actually have their voices? How many times people have been killed by police or the KKK or all these different things and nothing happened because there's people in power. They're the ones who had the say. They're the ones who got to change the narrative. That's why so many people now are starting to not like Christopher Columbus because they're realizing he was a colonizer. He wasn't this great guy who discovered a new land. Like, you know what discovery usually means is when no one else is there. And that literally, like, maybe a volcano that fucking erupted. And then, like, two, three years later, it created land and there's new plants there. That's a discovery. Discovery is like a new animal in the freaking depths of the ocean that no one's ever seen before. That's a discovery. Not a place where people have been living forever. There's already been civilizations there. There's been buildings. There's been a government and everything else. There. That doesn't... Because then, of course, in their minds, when they discovered America... They also discovered South America, that we know of now. The, the Inca, the Aztecs and everything else, you're telling me they were discovered then and that none of the stuff they did before was before Columbus? No. That was already there. And so, I'm just going to take a breath because, whew, I think I went a little too fast. But again, belonging is where you want to belong. And you have every right to be where you want to be. And fight for that. It may take a while. It's going to be really uncomfortable. It's going gonna, it's gonna to suck for a while. Because there will always be somebody actively against it. Because they like where things are. They, this is where they understand. They're too scared to find something different. That's kind of... There's a lot of fears out there. And it's understandable for the fears. But there's only so much you can do. Because... It, there are the other people. You can't change other people's mind that are completely adamant against it. What you do is you work around the people around them, around you, that they, that you can all make a group to help work out with other groups to start changing the things for something bigger, something better. I mean, you know how, many, how easily it's remembered? I mean, the civil rights movements was not that long ago, which means they had segregation. They had whites-only bathrooms and water fountains and all that stuff like that. People make it sound like that that stuff was so far away. Like, there are people alive who still had that. There's still people alive who know about these different lynchings that are like, oh, that was so long ago. No one does it anymore. No, no, no one does it around you. No one in the area, no one around you has been affected by it. There's still lynchings out there. There's still... People who are forcing women into marriages as children. There's still child marriages out there. There's actually states who have no minimum of ages of kids getting married if they have the consent of an of an adult. Really? Really? You're telling me that someone should be perfectly fine with a parent signing over a fucking 12-year-old girl to marry some dude... And no one blinks an eye on that. No one has a problem with it that he paid for her, or somehow her parents just got a new house all of a sudden, shit like that. Hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into that shit because that's been one that's been bothering me for a while. But we're going to remember that we belong where we want to belong. 
it'll take a while to work through it. Whether it's something small of like you're the new kid in school, you're a new person in the job, you're too you're really young, you're really old, for whatever is normally there. It doesn't mean you do not belong. You just need to find a spot that's yours you can create your own space in. Don't just find a spot that's open, that feels like shit, that's right next to the garbage can, or is in everyone else's way kind of thing. You find your own spot, and you merge what you can around it, because you deserve to belong wherever you want to belong. Be safe about it, and be happy where you are. That doesn't mean you get to... You only make everyone else's lives miserable in the process. But most of us don't want to. Because most people are human, are decent human beings. We're mostly just, which is the average. Average should be decent. That should be our, like, that's, that's even ground that everyone starts at. That we all are decent human beings who just want to belong, who want to be happy. And that's all we deserve. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the introverse bubble or courageous creativity.